0: I'm Brett Baer. I'm Maria Bartiromo. I'm Brian Kilmeade. And this is the Fox News Rundown. Wednesday, July 7th, 2021. I'm Trey Yanks. The COVID-19 pandemic changed the way people work, even causing many to resign from their office nine-to-five positions.
1: Today's employee is looking for flexibility. They're not just looking for that job opportunity, but they're looking for that job lifestyle coupled with that opportunity, which is a different position than employees were in pre-pandemic when they were looking at jobs.
0: This is the Fox News Rundown, Evening Edition. New research shows that employees in Iceland, for example, who work four days a week, were productive and happier than before. The study is significant amid reports that a vast number of Americans are leaving their positions amid the COVID-19 pandemic. In April, nearly four million Americans left their jobs, according to data from the Bureau of Labor Statistics.
1: There's something going on right now that's being referred to as the Great Resignation.
0: For more on this story, this is Debbie Yadagari the CEO of Village.
1: And what it's referring to is that statistically, we're seeing that more than one in three employees are admitting that they plan to quit their job is forced to return to the office full-time. So while there was this great transition to work from home, the transition back to the office is going to be even more onerous on today's employee that has grown accustomed to having no commute, more time with family, um, and more independence. And that's what people are talking about today.
0: Why are we seeing this shift in decision making. I mean, I I saw the statistic out there that in April, nearly 4 million Americans left their jobs. And that, according to data from the Bureau of Labor Statistics, what's driving this change in behavior?
1: As I said, it was that taste of being able to get away from the commute and get away from the office. And it is shocking. Where While there were so many jobs that were lost during the pandemic and that continued to be lost, um, we are now seeing that there is great demand on employees as businesses are trying to jump back into the economy with full force. And they're struggling to retain and um, attract new employees and top talent. And as a result, employees are quickly realizing that they hold the upper hand when it comes to negotiations, which include where and when they work. Uh, Today's employee is looking for flexibility. And so they're not just looking for that job opportunity, but they're looking for that job lifestyle coupled with that opportunity, which is a different position than employees were in pre-pandemic when they were looking at jobs. Everything has changed now.
0: How do families play into this decision-making? Last year, you and I talked in the middle of the pandemic, and we were talking about the struggles that working parents face as they have to figure out how they juggle all of this and this new environment and the work-from-home environment and child care. What's your take on the role that families play in the decision-making?
1: Families absolutely have a role i think as employees are individually are looking at their roles they're turning to their family members and seeing that it's a team decision um, partners who are sharing child care um, responsibilities are looking to see like whose job can give a little um who can be there for the kids uh as you know many parts of the country last year they, their schools were closed for, you know, through until almost the end of the year, with some not opening at all. Uh, so as we go back to school in September, I think families have it in the back of their minds that schools can shut down. We don't know uh, what kind of variants are going to occur. We're still not sure of the policies that schools are going to roll out as far as sicknesses and positivity cases and how that will affect quarantines and in turn how that's going to affect child care uh if your child is in a classroom that and has been exposed to covid and then they need to be removed from school that child's not exactly going to be welcome in a you know an outside child care setting who's going to care for that child and how is that going to impact one's career and profession and who's going to take on that responsibility. Those are some of the concerns that are going into the conversation about are employees going to return back full-time, part-time, hybrid, uh, or not at all? Uh, and how is that going to affect family dynamics and whose job uh, ends up getting prioritized if you're lucky enough to have uh, a dual income situation?
0: You've been listening to Debbie Yadigari, the CEO of Village. We'll be right back. I know you're doing a lot of different work at at Village and and really touching a lot of different areas for working parents and for people who have to have this work-life balance. What's your focus been the past few months? Where do you feel the, the biggest need is? What needs to be filled right now?
1: There's been an emphasis on leadership training. Uh, leaders today are finding themselves in just a new spot, trying to uh, lead through the return, lead through just new waters uh, as they support their working parents. So at Village, we've always supported the working parent one-on-one and provided them with individual support via career coaches, parenting experts, and well-being specialists. And we've also played a heavy hand in helping employers build out parent-friendly policies and workplaces. But where companies are coming to us now is they're saying our managers just don't understand. They don't have the training to do this. And so we're talking to managers and leaders today about what it's going to take to protect their workforce from this great resignation. Because even for the employees that are not thinking about leaving, statistics show that 58% of employees are actually looking um, for new jobs currently. And that's scary to the employer. And everybody knows nobody leaves a job, everybody leaves a manager. And so it's very important that employers are engaging their leaders in a way that will engage their workforce, especially those working parents. It is so essential to provide that support. And companies that provide an opportunity for their employees to achieve both their personal family goals as well as professional success, those are the companies that are going going to flourish in what's being referred to as the next normal. And those that don't are going to struggle to attract and retain staff. They're going to continue to suffer decreases in gender diversity and also continue to risk claims of discrimination. So there is A huge light shining down on employers and the need to support working parents that wasn't there in the same way pre-pandemic. And that's going to continue um, forward into this next normal as we return to the office, for certain.
0: so what advice do you give to businesses, then, who need to retain some of these positions, especially manager positions that are more difficult to fill? And you can't necessarily just train someone right away to know the ins and outs of a company and also know how to manage the people.
1: Right. Absolutely. Um, well said. And we know that the more senior... Uh, somebody is is in a role, um, the more costly it is to replace that position, upwards of as much as 300% of an employee's salary. So we need to have more communication. And that's harder, given that right now, most employees remain in remote settings managers, supervisors, managers of managers, because as you said, we risk losing managers as well as employees. We have to have communication. We have to understand and acknowledge that the return to work is going to look different for everybody, and we need to touch base with our team members one-on-one to figure out what is unique to their particular situation and how we can meet their needs. At Village, we always talk about finding that win-win for the employee and the employer, and that's never been more true than right now is everybody's dealing with their own personal situations. Uh, Childcare, for instance, is very difficult to obtain right now. And uh, individual employees are struggling to line up resources going into the fall when offices plan to return. Um, to, you know, what used to be. We have to have bring empathy to the situation. And we also have to have clearly defined expectations. So once we've collected the feedback from employees, we have to make sure that there's no being wishy-washy as we go forward. We understand the needs of the employees. And as an employer, we're setting the expectations, ideally, that are win-win. And we can have check-ins going forward to make sure that as we've set the plan today, that continues to work. Um, but by setting the expectations of work hours, the amount of flexibility that can be provided, we're able to empower our working parents and our employees to adjust their outside personal lives in a way that's going to meet the needs of their ongoing professional needs at the same time. So, number one, just more communication and more frequent communication at this time. There's a lot of anxiety, a lot of concerns. Uh, For many working parents, their children have never known anything other than having mom and dad work from home. So there are going to be many adjustments going forward, and the situations are going to differ employee by employee
0: really useful information especially for employers out there who i imagine in many cases don't know what to do to stop the, the flow of people leaving companies for a different lifestyle or a, a different work environment debbie adegari the ceo of village joining us once again on the fox news rundown evening edition podcast debbie thank you very much
1: thank you so much trey for having me here today